Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast.
So we are a little less than two weeks away from the release of the The's comeback special live at Royal Albert Hall. So I've got the The on the brain. It just seemed a perfect opportunity to bookend this week's show with two versions of Uncertain Smile. The version we just heard that kicked off this week's show is the single version. We are going to wrap up this week's show with the album version. The album in question, The The's 1983 debut, Soul Mining, which remains one of my all-time favorite albums of the 1980s and just one of my all-time favorite albums of all time, if I may be so redundant. One of the most underrated albums of the 80s, one of the most underrated albums ever, The The, I feel, is one of the most underrated bands ever. Although, can you really call The The a band? It's kind of like Nine Inch Nails. We all know it's Trent Reznor and whoever he has at the moment with the the. It's always been Matt Johnson and whoever he has at the moment. Granted, Matt Johnson put out an album before Soul Mining called Burning Blue Soul. It has since been reissued as a the the album, but I digress For me, my introduction to The The was Soul Mining, an album that came out in 1983, an album that I fell head over heels in love with in 1984, an album that's so awesome because, and this speaks to The The's secret power that applies to all of their albums. A lot of times, the music may be upbeat, very danceable, and the lyrics may be very downbeat and grim, and bleak, and sometimes the music and the lyrics match, and other times they are diametrically opposed and they still work symbiotically. So, let's get back to the bookends of this week's show. Uncertain Smile. I love both versions of the song, and I love both versions of the song so much that I sometimes wish that there was a third version that incorporated the elements of each that I love so much because I would love for there to be a version with all the elements. So in the version that we kicked off the show with the single version, you've got that accordion-esque synth and you've got that delightful flute soloing going on. The album version, which you will hear at the end of the show features a gorgeous sprawling piano solo from the legendary Jules Holland. Now, if the name Jules Holland rings a bell, it should. And if it doesn't, I'm going to tell you why it should. First and foremost, Jules Holland was one of the original members of Squeeze. Granted, he left Squeeze before they had the biggest hits of their career. I.e., Jules Holland skated before Tempted. But make no mistake, Jules Holland is the reason why some of my favorite Squeeze songs are some of my favorite squeeze songs look no further than pulling muscles from a shell that song's great for so many reasons and at the top of the list is jules holland's piano and jules holland's piano is one of the many reasons i love the album version of uncertain smile but i also love the flute and the accordion-esque synth of the single version. I wish there were a third version where the elements of both could live together peacefully. I don't know why such a creature does not exist. Maybe it does, and I just don't know about it, because there's no way I can possibly know all the things. All I know is this. I'm a huge fan of both versions. 
And that is why we bookend today's show with the two versions of Uncertain Smile from the The. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And right about now you're going, Greenberg, what the fuck is on today's show? And I'm so happy you asked, but there's no need to use that kind of language. But hey, who the hell are we kidding? It's a podcast. We can swear all the fuck we want. So, for starters, we have got that long-promised album chock full of covers of songs by artists from Georgia, from Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Jason promised a little less than a year ago that if Biden won the state of Georgia in the presidential election, that he would record an album full of covers of songs by Georgia artists and donate the proceeds to charity. And he has made good on this. You can stream this album anywhere in the known universe right now. And if you want the physical product, you can get that too. But you're going to have to wait until Black Friday. We are going to spend quality time with Georgia Blue from Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. And I am thrilled to tell you that he is back out on the road very soon. He is going to be playing in my neck of the woods in January. So I am poised and ready to get tickets. Also, we are going to spend quality time with a brand new, well, not brand new, but new. It came out over the summer, and, uh, you know, it's one of those albums that I've been uh, looking forward to spending more quality time with, and uh, my CD version dropped in the mailbox a little over a week ago, and it's just that sweet spot of power pop and alt country that scratches so many musical itches. I am speaking of Jeremy Porter and the Tucos, straight out of my hometown of Detroit. I am thrilled to share their brand new record with you. It's called Candy Coated Cannonball. I love the alliteration, and that also gets a nomination for album title of the year. Regardless, as thrilled as I am to share this with you, I must admit I am insanely ashamed that I've slept on this band as long as I have. I could go ahead and say, well, you know, I haven't lived in Detroit for many a year. Okay, I call bullshit on myself because I still have lots of contacts with my peeps back in Detroit. As a matter of fact, it was my good friend Don, who was down here for a visit a few months back, who was telling me, you gotta check out JP and the Tucos, and he played me a little bit of candy-coated cannonball. That little taste was enough. I went ahead and shelled out a couple of ducats for my own copy. I I cannot wait to spin this for you, and I can't wait to spin it several more times for myself. It's just one of those records that sounds so effortlessly awesome, as if Jeremy Porter woke up one day, stumbled to the couch, picked up the guitar, raised his hand, the pick hit the strings, and then the next thing you know, the whole goddamn album is created. It just sounds simultaneously fresh and familiar. Brand new music from Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, Jeremy Porter and the Tucos, all this and much, much less on today's show. Moving right along, the first album in 14 years from the unholy union of Robert Plant and Alison Krauss drops on November 19th, just in time for Thanksgiving. The first one was Raising Sand, the new one will be called Raise the Roof, and this one's called High and Lonesome.
done. To the river, lift me high upon the flood, and there will be no turning back. And I must find my love, I must find my love, I must find my love. Well, now meet me in the bottom with the serpents and the vine, and I must shout out loud. Will she still be mine? Will she still be mine? Will she still be mine? I shall not rest upon the highway. I will not tire nor despair.
mercy on us, Father, who live through this age of storms. We barely have the time to bind the wounds caused by our shattered norms. The credulous are on crusade against reality. Freedom's just another word for acting with impunity It's hard to get your bearings in a world that doesn't care Positions I took long ago feel comfy as an old armchair Kids that pull the statues down, they challenge me to see the gap between the man I am and the man I wanna be. I've shown It wasn't my intention To spend this evening All alone But wounded pride is all I have To keep me company In the gap between the man I am And the man I want
stepped away and adjusted my perceptions to reflect reality and the gap between the
is where the queen still reigns Behind her walls and lonesome gates The king is gone now and she remains I feel her banners rippling in the rain Here in this water as it gathers now upon the road horses gate in the rhythm I feel somehow in the melody I play Song of the seasons coming through me now Like the wind in your hair We're so
to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that last set with yet another brand new single from Big Thief. They have been dropping them like a trail of breadcrumbs, leading us to believe that there might be a new album on the horizon. And just to catch you up, back in August, they released Little Things in Sparrow. In September, they dropped the song Certainty on October 6th. 
they dropped the song Change, and I was under the impression that it was just going to be that one song, but apparently they've compiled all four of these recent releases as an EP entitled Change, and I'm not sure if this is to still be a harbinger of an album. If life has taught me anything, it's taught me that this could be the harbinger of an album. It may just be an EP. They may drop an album full of entirely different songs. There may be an album that might include maybe one or two of these songs. If they were to drop an album that included all four of these songs, then that would be a little bit of a disappointment. Because then you'd be like, well, I already have access to half the album. I'm going a little bit too far down the rabbit hole at this point, aren't I? Regardless, I think it's safe to say Big Thief is hands down one of the most prolific indie rock bands working today. Before Big Thief, another prolific force of nature, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. The forthcoming record is called Barn. It drops on December 10th, and I was just reminded that Nils Lofgren is now currently a member of Crazy Horse since the passing of Frank Pancho San Pedro. Not the first time that Nils and Neil have worked together. Nils played on Nils after the Gold Rush album. He was all of 19 years old when that happened. He also played on Tonight's the Night, and he briefly served in Crazy Horse from 1970 to 1971 and again in 1973. Very cool to hear that they are working together again. Before Big Thief, before Neil Young and Cray... Oh, it would be helpful if I told you the name of the song we heard from Neil Young and Crazy Horse's forthcoming album, Barn. That song is called Song of the Seasons. Before that, Billy Bragg from his brand new record, The Million Things That Never Happened, and Mid-Century Modern, High and Lonesome at the top of the set, from the forthcoming record from Robert Plant and Alison Krauss called Raise the Roof. That one drops on November 19th. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, we're going to spend some quality time with the superlative new record from Detroit-based trio Jeremy Porter and the Tucos. Their new record is called Candy Coated Cannonball, and it came out over the summer. If you're a fan of the alt-country and the power pop, and all the magical things that are possible when these two things collide. You are going to love this record. I know I do. Who is Jeremy Porter? Well, first and foremost, he is from the UP. For those of you who never spent any time in Michigan, the UP stands for Upper Peninsula. That's right. A lot of people sleep on the fact that Michigan is a state in two parts, and I am endlessly fascinated by this not only is it a state in two parts but it is a state in two parts that are not even connected the up is technically connected to wisconsin why it's considered a part of michigan i still don't know but most people think of michigan as the mitten and most of michigan is but then there's the up which kind of looks like a cross between a a weird piece of kentucky fried chicken and a, a flying mutant rabbit jeremy porter is originally from the up 
More specifically, he is from Marquette, Michigan, way, way north. Currently, he's based out of the Detroit suburb of Plymouth. Back in the early 90s, he was in a band called Slugbug. And when I learned this recently, I had to do a double take because I was in a band with a fellow by the name of Randy Barrett. We were in a band called the Freemasons. And when Don said, yeah, Jeremy, he used to be in the off ramps. He used to be in Slugbug. And I was like, wait a minute, he was in Slugbug? I knew a guy in Slugbug. That created an instant connection for me. So yeah, he was in Slugbug. He was in the off ramps. He was also in a short-lived band called Fidrich, along with members of Porch Sleeper, who we are big fans of here at the show. Porch Sleeper were guests on the show several years ago when we were a mere mortal radio show in Detroit. Jeremy Porter is just ticking off all kinds of boxes here. He is guilty by association in all the best ways possible. Uh, Jeremy Porter and the Tucos have released four albums. Candy Coated Cannonball is their fourth album. One of the First things I asked Don when we were listening to this new record is, what the fuck is a Tuco? And he didn't know. And I learned today that Tuco is actually a reference to Tuco Ramirez, a character portrayed by Eli Wallach in the film The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which is yet another reminder that I need to get around to watching that film. Fun fact, the new record was engineered by the great Jim Roll, another Detroit-slash-Ann Arbor area artist of whom we are huge fans of here on the show. And he also provides backing vocals on one of the songs that we will feature for you in a moment. Also, check out this list of all these cool-ass bands that Jeremy Porter and the Tucos have opened for. Lydia Loveless, Jesse Mallon, Super Suckers, Beach Slang, Jesse Dayton, American Aquarium, The Dead String Brothers, Two Cow Garage, and Whitey Morgan. And that's just scratching the surface. They've opened for a lot of really cool bands, but that's not the reason why you should dig these guys. You should dig these guys because the music is good. And if you will indulge me, please, I think their bio sums it up the best. Jeremy Porter and the Tucos are a rock and roll band from Detroit, Michigan, who sound like guitars and whiskey, hooks and heartache, energy and passion. You'll find everything from Cheap Trick to Graham Parsons, Hooskerdoo to Uncle Tupelo, Merle Haggard to ACDC on their turntables. The racket they make is a little bit of each. It's Detroit rock and roll, even if Detroit isn't quite ready for it. Flashlight, don't you think? 
Well, she's a red ringer for a pop singer. I fell in love with on a record slave, and she's a red ringer for a pop singer. I fell in love with on TV, and she's a red ringer for a pop singer. I fell in love with on a record slave, and she's a red ringer for a pop singer. I fell in love with on TV. That I can't go. She hangs with the people that I don't know. Sometimes she might talk to me when they're not around. Must be my lazy hour, my wasted friends, the lack of means to roll my hands. The way I almost die when she's around. It'd be nice to see her laugh just once. Something I might say She's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on a record slave And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on TV And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on a record slave And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on TV Sugar buzz on Easter day I'm a dollar bill that blew away On a cold and windy April afternoon I wake to find her standing there In my twisted mind she's everywhere Telling me this chance is mine to lose once I'd like to keep it together When she says hello She's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on a record sleeve And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on TV She asked me what to do it to him soft Doesn't sound so dumb She's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on a record sleeve And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on a record sleeve And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on TV And she's a dead ringer for a pop singer I fell in love with on a
take solace in knowing that I'm sleeping with you both And all the time that you can steal and all the pain that I can feel Still I got you on my mind Is it just the drugs or is it real? The part that comes before the deal The silver lining I can't find Asylum is a funny thing but being alone has got a ring And how's a guy supposed to survive? And looking back on history and all the things you said to me I guess we can all say that you've arrived They mean well, I know they're lonely too 
lonely might be tempted But my heart's at home with you And I feel the way When I'm far from home But I'm here tonight By virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. In that last set, a fistful of tracks from Candy Coated Cannonball, the latest from Jeremy Porter and the Tucos, straight out of the Motor City at the top of the set, we heard Put You on Hold, followed by Dead Ringer. What could be in that box? And I have to wonder if that song was just a little bit inspired by the last scene in David Fincher's Seven. Regardless, we followed that up with History Lesson Part 3 and wrapped things up with October Girls, which I'm pretty sure is a nod to Big Star's September Girls. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, let's talk about no nukes shall we we've been talking about how springsteen is going to drop the legendary 1979 no nukes concerts it is available for digital download november 16th on november 19th you can purchase it as a cd dvd combo or a cd blu-ray combo or as a two lp vinyl set on the 23rd of november you can rent it to stream on your digital streaming platforms. We've been talking about this over the past several weeks, but I wanted to dive a little deeper into the whole event itself. The No Nukes concerts took place at Madison Square Garden September 19th through the 23rd. There were five shows in total. The event was spearheaded by an organization called MUSE, and that's an acronym that stands for Musicians United for Safe Energy. MUSE formed as a response to the Three Mile Island 
nuclear accident that happened earlier that year. Muse advocated against the use of nuclear energy. The principal organizers of Muse included Jackson Brown, Graham Nash, Bonnie Raitt, and John Hall, who at the time was just barely putting a dent in his solo career after several years spent with the band Orleans, who had two huge hits in the 70s that still get tons of airplay on the radio, get featured in tons of TV shows and movies and commercials, and you know the songs, Still the One, Dance With Me, songs that are ubiquitous, songs that are part of the whole AM Gold experience. They're part of the Yacht Rock experience. They're just songs that feel like they've been around forever. And John Hall would eventually get elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. He is the one guy on the list that may have the least household name recognition, but has achieved the most in his life. But I digress. I did not come here to talk about John Hall. Not that he doesn't deserve it, but I came here to talk about no nukes. These concerts were filmed. They were recorded. There was a three-album set. I'm actually holding the vinyl in my hands as we speak. The album came out just a few short months after the concerts happened. So the concerts happened in September of 1979. The album dropped in November. The movie came out in May of 1980. Here are the bands and the artists who performed at No Nukes. The Doobie Brothers, Bonnie Raitt, the aforementioned John Hall, James Taylor, Carly Simon, Graham Nash, Jackson Brown, Nicolette Larson, Rye Cooter, Sweet Honey in the Rock, Gil Scott Heron, Jesse Colin Young, Radio, and that's Radio with a Y. If you don't know who Radio is, Radio featured a young Ray Parker Jr. So at first they had a couple of hits as Radio, then it was Ray Parker Jr. in Radio, and then it was just Ray Parker Jr. And after Ghostbusters, that was all she wrote. Chaka Khan was there, Poco, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. But the big get was Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. See, the Muse folks, they knew where their bread was buttered. And they knew they could get asses in seats if they got the boss. And it worked. And at the time, Bruce was playing very close to the vest as far as speaking out publicly about politics and topical things of that nature. But Bruce and the E Street Band... They came out and they played, and it was the first time they had played in a while. After they wrapped up the whole Darkness on the Edge of Town tour, they started work on what would eventually become The River, and the album would not drop until the fall of 1980. So here it is, the fall of 1979. They don't really have anything new to promote, but they came and they delivered, and they performed some of the most legendary shows of their career. These no-nuke shows were significant insofar as they featured the live debut of songs that would appear on the river. The the first time that any of these songs would ever be played live were at the No Nuke shows. If you got a chance to see the movie, you got to see Bruce performing the river for the very first time. In the movie, you got to see Bruce and the E Street Band perform Stay, the Detroit Medley, Gary U.S. Bonds' Quarter to Three, and the live debut 
of the river. Now, on the album, you only had Stay and the Detroit Medley, which was at the time called the Devil with the Blue Dress Medley, which is basically a medley of songs originally recorded by Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels. However, now we are going to be able to see not the entire performances. What we're getting is a 90, roughly 90 minute set of the best parts of both performances because there were two performances by Bruce and the E Street Band during the No Nukes concerts. The footage has been there. Bruce and Tom Zimney went in and they curated these performances and polished them up and edited it together. So what you're getting is what Bruce deems as the creme de la creme of these two nights featuring Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band at the height of their powers featuring the live debut of songs that would not be released to the public for another year. Silly me. As soon as they announced the release date, I thought, oh, we're going to get a taste. We're going to get an advanced track probably within the next day or so. I was wrong. It wouldn't drop for another couple weeks, but man, it was worth the wait. And yes, I've heard Sherry Darling a million times, but there's nothing quite like hearing it performed live for the very first time.
man on a saxophone. Take it a ride.
ways to connect with us on social media number one like debts no honest man can pay on facebook number two follow us on twitter at exile on e street and number three like us on instagram at exile on e street same as twitter making it extra convenient or if you want to kick it old school drop us an email debts no honest man can pay at gmail.com Wrapping up that set with a brand new single from Idols called The Beachland Ballroom from their forthcoming record, Crawler. That one drops November 12th, their fourth album. And I was thinking to myself, didn't we just get a brand new Idols album earlier this year? And well, it sure feels that way. It was actually late September 2020 we got Ultramano from Idols. Before Idols, the replacements from the forthcoming Sorry Ma Forgot to Take Out the Trash Deluxe Edition, which drops October 22nd, and a live version of Taken a Ride recorded live at 7th Street Entry at the top of the set, Springsteen from the forthcoming The Legendary 1979 No Nukes Concert and Sherry Darling. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast and moving right along to the final full set of this week's show. As promised, we're going to spend quality time with the brand new record from Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Jason tweeted last fall that if Biden won the state of Georgia in the 2020 U.S presidential election he'd record a charity album of songs originally recorded by georgia artists jason's kept true to his word the album dropped digitally last week the physical product drops on black friday and without any further ado here's a fistful of tracks from jason isbell in the 400 units georgia blue
15 of the road With nothing in his pockets, his hands to the sky And nowhere else to go Can you see it? Oh, believe it It's in the corner, man Who's never been So come with me, I'll show you Again to the 
loving too long stop
virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Georgia Blue, the brand new record from Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. It is a collection of songs originally recorded by Georgia artists. Jason promised this to us last year if Biden won the state of Georgia in the U.S. presidential election. One of my favorite aspects of this record is Jason truly gives others the opportunity to shine. Not only does he welcome a lot of guests to take the lead vocal. For instance, last week we played for you their cover of Midnight Train to Georgia featuring Brittany Spencer and John Paul White. But he also steps back to let other members of the 400 unit take the lead vocal. For instance, at the top of the set, Sadler Vaden, guitarist for the 400 unit, takes the lead vocal on Driving and Crying's Honeysuckle Blue. And fun fact, Sadler used to be a member of Driving and Crying. He wasn't an original member, but he did play with Driving and Crying before he signed up to be the six-string gunslinger of the 400 unit. We followed that with their interpretation of the James Brown classic It's a Man's 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 World. Once again, featuring Britney Spencer. Crossbones, immediately following, originally done by Cat Power. Amanda Shires, not only taking the lead vocal, but showing off those world-class 
badass fiddling skills. Jason takes a little bit of a spotlight for himself on Otis Redding's I've Been Loving You a Long Time, and we wrap things up with the 400-unit stamp on the Black Crow's Sometimes Salvation, featuring original Black Crow's drummer Steve Gorman. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we are going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kick things off. And we kick things off with the single version of the Thus Uncertain Smile. As promised, we are wrapping things up with the album version. As I was telling you earlier, this is the one that features this drop-deadly, gorgeous, sprawling piano solo from the legendary Jules Holland. And that is Jules with two O's, as in J-O-O-L-S. Jules was the original keyboardist of Squeeze. He is also host of the UK music show later with Jules Holland. If you've never seen it, seek out an episode or two of it. You will not be disappointed and you will not be disappointed by Jules's performance on the album version of Uncertain Smile, which wraps up this week's show. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl because they understand.
Shout. I try to swim and pull you out. 